What's going on, yo? It's your boy, Cuban Mike. You're listening to 102.9 Tape Deck. And tonight, I will not be playing music for y'all tonight. Tonight, we're going to do a whole bunch of talking, a whole bunch of chit-chat and all that. Um, I have a guest tonight. She's coming straight out of Haverhill. Um, she's a good friend of mine, and she just did the ultimate accomplishment for the city of Haverhill. Um, she became the first Latina to yeah. have this position. Am I correct there, my friend? You're correct. Yeah, so I want to talk about the position that she had. She has at this moment um, why she decided to do this because dealing with kids is not easy. <laughs> but she loves the kids and she loves her community. And, you know, we're about to put it down at the moment. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Erica Diaz. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, Cuba? Uh, first and foremost, I'm doing great. And thank you for coming because I know that ride from Hero is not easy, especially it, during traffic jam. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah. People the, don't know how to drive in the rain, I guess. People don't know how to drive in Boston, period. Is that, that's, yep, exactly five, that. Five, five plus years, and we're still like the worst drivers in the state. We've been consistent next to California and New York. <laughs> From the exit, took me like 20 minutes. Yeah. It usually takes five. And, and <laughs> you know, um, I hate driving in New York, but then I realized, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine who lived in New York, and he said something very interesting. He said that it's not that we're bad drivers, just really aggressive drivers because you have to deal with eight million plus people that it's, drive. Yeah. And transportation and buses and people walking and just the whole, it's like a cluster jam out there. It is. It's it's really, it's a, uh, with me, it's a love and hate. I like driving in the city, but then I hate it. Yeah. Speak, speaking of New York, <laughs> I, I believe that's where your humble beginning starts, right? New York? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stand up. Home, home of the spirits <laughs> such as Big and, and Jay and Most Death. Oh, and yeah. Brooklyn, Brooke, Brooke Daddy came, the greatest Brooke rappers came from Brooklyn. I hear that. <laughs> I hear that. So tell us about yourself. Give us a quick intro about Miss Erica Diaz and what's she about. So um, moved here to Haverhill. From mm-hmm. Brooklyn, New York, at the age of 9, 10. Mm-hmm. And I've been here since then. I've always gone back home, you know, since I was 14. Always went back home, you know, to my friends and family out there. I still go back home. I was just there a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I lived in Haverhill, you know, since I was a kid. Went to school. And um, the rest was history. Yeah. Fun fact, we both went to school together. We did. We went to high school together. Woodier. Shout out to Woodier. Woodier. Wildcats. And, and Wildcats to the fullest. <laughs> wilding out there. Yes. And it's funny, too, because we went to school together, but like we barely like talk. We just It was like a quick high and by. We just knew the same circle. And then years later, now we're just like friends that like we became besties. Yep, exactly. You know how the universe works. Look Crazy. at the universe. Look at that. Put it on in full circle. Yep. So, like I said earlier on, First Latina that became a school committee in Haverhill in your district. Ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boricua, <I'm>... stand up. <laughs> and, and Mexico, stand up. It's Mexi-Rican. Mex- Mexi-Rican. Uh, that's a first for me. Yeah. It's Mexi-Rican. Half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. So are you more one than the other or you just like, you know, you treat them like your kids. You, you love them both at the same time. I love them both. You know what I say? The Puerto Ricans don't want me. The Mexicans don't want me. I'm a New York, New Yorker. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like they feel abandoned, like Meg Griffin. Yeah. So, so I, I got to break this down because I think like you're the only like Mexican Puerto Rican that I, I ever met in my life. <laughs> so like how are you able to distinguish, distinguish like both sides of the party and it's like a situation where you have to like pick and choose because you know like I always say like the worst combination you can have, not the worst, but the most craziest combination you can have when you, if you mix with Dominican and Puerto Rican, because, you know, those two be going at it, like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. So what is, like, the the dynamic between, like, the Dominican, I mean, the Puerto Rican culture and the Mexican culture? Well, the Mexican culture is more, 
they're very, how can I say it? They're very about, they're about their family as Puerto Ricans are. Well, again, I can't really speak because that's, that's from my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, from my experience, the Mexicans are more togetherness, um, loving. Um, the Puerto Rican side is also like that. But to be honest, I don't know much of the Puerto Rican side because that's my dad's side. So uh, he well, wasn't much in my life, you know. So I'm yeah. starting to get to know him now. Okay. Yeah. You, so. you still like you, you you do listen to reggaeton and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Sometimes I'm not a fan of reggaeton like that. <laughs> Just a little bit, maybe five uh, minutes, and I'm like, all right, change it, hip hop, R and B. Don't want to hear those Casio beats. No. Dance hall. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, school school committee. How that came about? Wow. Um, I've always wanted to help out in the community community, mm-hmm. and um, I was already doing that before this came about. Um. This came about because um, of a pedi- pediatrics doctor that I work with. Mm-hmm. He actually is the CD um, doctor for the school committee. And he knew I wanted to be part of the community, try to get in. And he was like, hey, ever heard of school committee? And I was like, what is that? And then he introduced me to Andy Vargas, the state representative. Um, mm-hmm. Sat down with him and got to hear what a role of a school committee does and everything else. And I was just like, you know what? Let me try this. Let me try this. I've always helped out parents with information. Um, my background is I majored in child care. So I did work with kids since I was 16 years old um, from Whittier. That was one of the majors um, that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ever since then, I um, worked with, you know, the child care and then years later, I ended up working with special needs. So I became a paraprofessional um, substitute teacher for 11 years. Mm. Yes. So I got to learn throughout those years. I got to learn behavioral. I got to learn IEPs, understand them more. Because at the same time, I was also going through that with my own children. Mm. So it was like perfect. I got to you know, understand the behavioral side, IEP, what everything means. And just throughout the years, just helping other parents uh, understand and be better advocates for their children. And this is how it came about. So That's dope. I never knew that about you. <laughs> I learned something new about you every day out here. And you gotta get the exclusive here in the tape deck. So I, I was gonna ask, I was I really wanted to piggyback, but I think I got, already got the answer. So prior to you um being a, being getting involved to be a school committee, um, you were doing just the things you were just telling me as, as far as like, you know, um, helping out the, um, you know, being a substitute teacher and stuff of that nature, just, you know, dibble and dabble and try to like help kids on whatever they need in situations. Yeah. All right. So that was just a, uh, it was, it was something that you had a passion for that you just volunteered to. Yeah. I've always had a passion. And when people came to me and like, Hey, how, what about this? Or just, you know, hearing parents talk about um, the issues they're having in school, um, behaviorals with their children, and understanding the the rights of an IEP and all that stuff. Yeah. Wait, what's the IEP? I'm, I'm lost. An IEP is an um, individual um, evaluation plan for um, some students are qualified um, on an IEP just to get extra services in school. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Bet. So um, Andy Vargas asked you if you wanted to volunteer in that stuff um, and be in the school committee. So what was the, 
how can I say what was the like procedure and the do's that you had to do to get into this stuff? Like you like how to, like you had to get a team, I would assume. You had to get people to like do a bunch of posters and build. So that was um either I can come up with a campaign team or I can just do it all on my own. Um obviously I couldn't do it all on my own. Mm-hmm. So I had my closest five friends who was willing to help me out and get there, you know, just believing in me and just helping out. And that was that my team is amazing. I still love them to this day. <laughs> If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here right now. Shout out to the team. Yes. Shout out to the team. Um, well, well, being with a school committee, what is the assignment that you have to do to, to what does the school committee person do? Because I have no idea. What is their assignment and their, their dues of the day that they have to do being a school committee? So school committee, number one thing we worried about is the students. Mm-hmm. That's number one. That's our priority is the students. Um. Everything comes into play. Um, I would like to bridge the gap between the parents and the teachers. You know, communications between them too to help their students yeah. get better. So that's that's what I want to work on. But our main job is the students for the protection. Make sure they get the education they need and any services they need. Okay. Yeah. Bad. 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 And you have to go to different schools to you know to see how the curriculum is looking like and. You know, see how you know how the day to day procedure goes. Yes, I actually this past week I just um, went to go visit three of the schools that are in my ward, mm-hmm. um, representing Ward One of Haverhill. Um, so I did a walkthrough and to see how things are run, the classrooms, and so forth, the the buildings and everything else. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Well, we're gonna go to a quick PSA right now. Um, I got Erica Diaz in the building. This is Cuban Mike. It is in 102.9 Tape Deck. And bear with me, y'all. We're going to just give you some positive PSA stuff. <laughs> <laughs> bear with me, y'all. Provides up to a $30 monthly. If you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. And we are back. This is Cuban Mike. You listen to 102.8 Tape Deck, and I got the homie Erica Diaz in the what building. Up, what up, what up, what up? What up, what up, Brooklyn Zoo! <laughs> <Dude. laughs> 
So, okay. I was there the day that, you know, you won and it was a very celebratory moment. Um, I met your mom, saw, you know, shout out to Maria, to all the cool kids from the past, <laughs> the kids. Um, your reaction when you got the the result that you were gonna win. Yeah. Or that you won and you landed the victory on being the school committee. It was I think, you know what, I, I was a writing candidate. So yeah. that was tough. Yeah. I didn't get my results till the next day. And what was your reaction? I was excited. Yeah. I was excited and I was like, all right, let's get this rolling. I'm ready. And being the fact that uh, you, you live in Haver and Haver's an interesting city. Okay. Um, being that you are the first Latina to set the ground and set the move to, 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 to have the representation, do you feel there's any pressure? I do feel a little bit pressure. Mm-hmm. I do feel a little bit pressure because of the Hispanics in Haverhill. Yeah. You know, and I'm the first Latina in ever in history of Haverhill. Uh, we also have the first female mayor in Haverhill ever. Yay. Yay. Melinda Barrett. Melinda. Hey. <laughs> Women, they do things. Yes. There. And then we have yeah. also a first black city council, Catherine. Um, Kat Hobbs. Yay. You know, yay! Catherine, black woman, they're doing things. Yeah. Yay. And then we also yeah. have another black woman in the school committee, Yanni Collins. Yay! yay. More black women in the rock, they do things. <laughs> so, Hayro, it's, it's a big change for Hayro. First time in history. Yes. With diversity and um, first female, major female, you know, the female of. Hero, Madame. We call her Madame. Ma- Ma- Madame. Madame. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of women energy out there. Yes, it is. So between black and br- I hate saying, you know, what? Well, I'll say it. Right I now. know. Not, I hate to say that too. I, but I, I, no, I hate the, the whole people of color. Like I hate that no, word. But I, I know what we mean by that. But it's just, I, I gotta don't, find you know what? Word, don't take offended to it. That's uh, it. Yeah, That's yes, all. Yes, you know, yes, people yes. need to just. It is what it is. Don't. Yeah, but, but forget that. Forget. Yeah. Forget about the things that I don't like right now. <laughs> forget about it. You know, let's talk about the happy things. Women doing things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 I do things. Hey, they fun. They do things. They rock. So the fact that you know you were able to have, we, we, you know, hey, bro, you know, for years, you know, boss, Massachusetts, the whole always get these like, you know, um, reputation, reputation, especially with racism that you know we don't, they don't, they don't do enough, and it, it's just brutal. So, um, do you feel that now that you have women like yourself with the other ladies that you mentioned, you know, kicking the door, you know? In Haverhill, do you feel as though now that it's great that we have this sort of representation to represent black and brown community, especially with women? Yeah, we do. Um, we have a lot of representation, um, families that see us in the in the seats. They're excited. They're excited for these changes coming in and. They're just hoping for the best, you know, especially the, the Latinos in mm-hmm. Haverhill. You know, um, there's a lot of, they need help, you know. Um, so we're going to try our best to help them, you know, to get them to where they need to get. Okay, I'll speak from personal experience. You know, I, I went to school in Lawrence. And when it came to, like, you know, parents, you know, and their kids, some were active, some were not. Um, the reason when some were not active is because either they didn't care or because they were just working these crazy shifts and they had to put food on the table so they couldn't really be there 
as much as they want to for the kids, either curriculum or just check their grades or PTA meeting. Um, how important is it to get now the parents more involved into like the kids' curriculum and see how they're doing with school? It's very, very, very important. I understand, you know, life is tough right now for all of us. Yeah. For all of us. Um, but we have to take that time for our kids and get involved. It's important. It's also it, get involved, speak to the teachers, mm. know where your kid is at and help the best that they can. So also the city of Haverhill has some programs as well that, that help with that, with after school program for kids, you know, to get the extra help and to understand and so forth. So what are the programs they have in Haverhill? If you care to speak about it, if you, if you know, um, I know there's um, the YMCA is going to be doing a um, program or they're doing a program where they, um, especially in the, actually the, I just heard over for school vacation, they're going to have um, it open for tutoring. Okay. Yes. All right. Like half of the day is going to be tutoring and the other half is going to be fun stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's actually really, really good for parents who are working and and that's great. I love to hear that. So the school, you know, school vacations, they're going to be doing that more often. Bad. Yeah. Bad. That's, that's dope. It is dope. That's dope. Um, <clears throat> being a teacher is rough and doing anything involving kids is just rough, period. Whether you're a coach, whether you're a teacher, even with a school committee. Um, one of the things that I know that teachers get um, stuff for is them not doing enough, not being as active as they should should them because, um, you know, how can I put it? Some of these teachers don't care. All they care is about, like, you know, give this kid this grade for you to get them out of my class. Um, how important now this time around to get teachers more active and involved with the kids? Because, you know, um, being a teacher is rough because I got friends of mine in that field and, and it's rough, but they do got a passion because they do love the kids, but it's a lot of trials and tribulation they go through. You know, either they don't do it, they get the reputation they don't do enough, or unfortunately, you know, you're dealing with some rough kids because they either got a rough upbringing or they just don't care. So it's like, what can you do to bridge the gap to make sure teachers do their part for the kids? Um, hopefully I can talk to some teachers. Um, it's basically, you know, us teachers trying to, Understand these students, you know, every every student is going through something at home um, and just being there for them in a different way um, instead of, you know, education. You know, education is important, but we also have to, you know, be there for these kids because we don't know what they're going through. And just trying to, you know, even give them a few minutes to chit chat matters. And the reason why I asked it, because you said earlier on you were a substitute teacher. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get into the details, but what was that experience being a substitute teacher and dealing with, like, you know, those kids? Because I know you don't have to get into details, but you had to deal with different dynamics of kids, especially dealing with kids that are in different class. So when I Up, was... down, you know. <laughs> yep, yep. The behavior, the, behavior. the emotions... Um, so when I was a substitute teacher, I was working with special needs. So that was yeah. different. Um, years before that, I did daycare. I was in a daycare. Um, and again, that's, um, it's tough. It was tough because every children come from a different background. So it was, 
it's really hard. It was really hard, but it was fun. And just getting to know the students. If you just take the time and get to know them, you can pause, you know, help them out. Mm. Yeah. So no high school kids. There were high school special needs. Oh, high school. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. I thought you were dealing with like the regular, you know, bad kids that, you know, you don't tell me what to do because you're not my mom kids. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bad. No doubt, man. This is your boy, Cuban Mike. You listen to 102.9 Tape Deck. I got the homie Erica Diaz in the building. And, you know, we talking that good school game talk. And we're going to come back in a few years with more PSA talk. And we're going to be talking because, you know, <laughs> you can't play music. Or the cool kids of the FCC said, nah, oh. shut it down. Oh, man. Shut it down. You can play we'll be, ABC. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're going to start. Um, like I said, the Bengals. We're trying to see oh, the Bengals okay, playlist. The Bengals. There you go. <laughs> All right, yo. We'll be back, y'all. Bear with me. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. 이거는 내 버스탄 억양이에요. You hear that? This is my Boston accent. This is my Boston accent. Yeah, it is. Shh. This is my Boston accent. This is our Boston accent. Hear it for yourself. Discover your own. This is Boston, and we are all inclusive. Hey, everything okay? Yes, I'm fine. Honey. Hey, I'm here for you. Tell me about school today. When kids can't find the right words, music can help them sound it out. Talk to the kids in your life about their emotional well-being. Find tools and resources at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Okay, we're in the next break. <laughs> All right, man. Look, this is your boy, Cuban Mike. I'm bugging out with you, my homie. Eric, I'm behind the scenes. We had a couple of goofballs. Yep. One of them was like, same deck. And when I play music, because they won't let me play music. I'm about to see I'm, Selena. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> uh, man, we're going to get to Selena in a second, y'all. Because, you know, we had, a, we had a conversation about Selena like last month. And, you know, yeah. now that you're here, you've, you've been. Half, half Chicana or Cholo. What do you, you guys call each other there? Essays, text it's, case? It's what whatever. There's so yeah. many. There's so many. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I call each other a lot of things out there. Okay. So <laughs> we're we going to put it down. We say, híjole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that thing we heard a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago with the comedian, how y'all talk yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. Real slow. <laughs> Real slow. Remember, remember um, Speedy Gonzalez? Yes. Remember his cousin, Slopo Rodriguez? The little gray one? No, it was his cousin. He was like a little skinny kid. He like a little skinny mouse. He he yo, he act like he was jump, but he really yes, wasn't. He was just yes. really, really slow. Yeah. Well, I can't believe they played that. What was that? I can't believe they put that cartoon on the TV. A drunken mouse? <laughs> he wasn't drunk. No, he wasn't drunk. He was just real slow. He probably was high, but you know, he was <laughs> He might was drunk. Mexicans no. do get drunk. Yeah, but he was just a funny character. That was my every time I saw him, I always laughed. That was my guy. They should have a spin-off. Oh god. They should have a spin-off. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, one of the things that I Wanted to ask you, um, you being with the school committee, one of the things we you, we were talking before we got on air is one of the jobs that you guys have to do with, or yourself, is the budget. Yeah. 
So what is the thing with the budget you guys have to do? What is the budget thing? It's, um, can't speak much about it. Okay. Um, but it's just budgeting stuff. Yeah. Everything, you now, know. That, is, that involves for the whole, for the whole city, correct? Not just the school? No, it's, you, it's, no, no. it's just for the school. What we do okay. is just for the schools. Okay. And, yeah. All right. Bad. Um, what is one of the difference you've seen right now from like the school, you know, joining in? Because you just got sworn in a couple of weeks ago, correct? Yeah. But from what your lens, what are the things that you've seen from the difference between the school education and just the things that work in the system from now to where it was when we were young back in our cool old days in the <laughs> early 2000s? Well, the schools are totally different from years ago. Yeah. Um, there's so many programs that these teachers are teaching our kids. So many out there. Um so I'm also learning myself. What are the programs that they doing out there? Like one of them is like a reading program called Wit and Wisdom um, for they start in an elementary school mm-hmm. for the ages, certain ages, not all. Um, so we got that. We got Eureka that's out there. We got I Read um, and other ones out there too. Okay. Yeah. Babe, um, one of the things that um. Well, no, here's the thing. Okay, another question I want to ask you. Do you guys, like, you know, collab with other um, school committees from other cities, like Lawrence, hey, um, Methuen, like people around your area, to mm-hmm. see if you guys could collab and do other things or y'all just stick to, like, your own So, um, I'm not sure about that, but mm-hmm. that's in my plan. Okay. I do plan on collaborating with other, you know, pe- members from school committees in other cities. Mm-hmm. Because I would also like to see what they're doing in their cities, you know, and maybe that can help in ours, you know. Just sharing information, you know, we should help each other out. Okay. Yeah. Being the fact that you're the first Latina to be in this position, do you feel any, um, any, not racism, but any pressure because you're the first lady to do, first person to do that, first woman of color, and, you know, with us, when we get hit with a position, they have they expect our stance to be like up here to the roof. <laughs> so, um, at the moment, do you feel like there's any pressure that you know I got to do this right and I got to make my people look good and I got to you know make sure that I got everything on point? Yeah, no, it- right now I don't feel any of that pressure. Okay. Right, I don't feel it like that right now. Um, again, um, it's really up to me if you know if I want to take that pressure on or not. You yeah. know, but right now I'm not feeling any of that right now. Yeah. Yeah. So no pressure at all. No pressure at all. Good for you. Right now. No, no thing to have good pressure. <laughs> As of right now. <laughs> and if you have any pressure, you call your team, make sure they put that pressure oh, down. Oh, yeah, they know. They're Love on it. speed dial, so they know. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Okay, now I want to talk about some fun things. Okay, what fun things? Um, Selena. Dime. No, she don't wait. She don't say that. Bidi, bidi, bum, bum. See, that's where, the, that's, that's where the Puerto Rican comes in. <laughs> Bet. Okay, we had this conversation, and I got to say rest in peace before Lou, because when he was alive, we had this conversation in our old podcast that, you know, she wasn't really as great as people. Yeah, she was not as great as people made it out to be. And when I mean she wasn't great, like, when she was alive, now, where we lived at, they were not playing her the way they're playing her right now. Yeah. And um, you could confirm or deny this, but when she was alive, she was not as held on the bigger pedestal the way that she was when she died, it was like she was sitting up there 
next to um, Madonna and next year, like, you know, Janet. And she was like up there, like top tier. Now, the case that I had, you know, I was going at it with my friends and they were saying, yes, she was. Yes, she was. I'm like, yo, I know you got, I know I'm not going crazy because they weren't playing her like that. And then I remember like when she passed away, when she passed away, when she passed away, yeah, I can't even talk about When she passed away <laughs> the following week, I seen all the girls with these Selena shirts. Like she was like her favorite or whatever the case be. They jumped the bandwagon. Yeah. So we were all going back and forth. And the one thing I would admit, you know, maybe she wasn't, in my head, she wasn't really popping like that up in, up north in the east. But I know in Texas and California, like where that half side of yours. Yeah, that, yeah. She had that on lock. She did. She did have that on lock. They got the accolades to prove that. Like she was that girl. Um, She wasn't given enough time. She wasn't given enough time. That's what it is. But she, she, was wasn't, she, she was popping. Yeah. She was popping out west. If she, she, she would have, she hasn't come up here to perform. Yeah, that's why. Prop, yeah, yeah. I would dispute that. And I'm not saying they didn't play her music out here, like in the, in the, um, the music videos. Cause I know they used to play her music a lot in Univision. Yeah, because that's basically Univision. As much as they claim it's a Latin show, it's really just a Mexican show, especially in the '90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Caribbeans <laughs> were not getting no play. <laughs> The Caribbean folks were not getting no play out there unless no. you were Stella Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah, we were not getting no love out there. Nope. <laughs> but from your perspective, if, I mean, you lived out in Brooklyn, so I don't know. Was she getting played like that in Brooklyn? She was. She, um, in Brooklyn? She in Brooklyn. Again, I, I I should go back and say this. I think I am more Mexican than Puerto Rican. Um, again, I grew up. <laughs> you don't say, Holmes. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so it's like. My family, my mom played her, you know, I played her. I have her old albums before she blew up, you know, like Selena and Lodinos. Like, I've always been a fan because I've always listened to her. Now, so you said you're something, did your people, did your Puerto Rican people in, in, in Brooklyn, did your Dominican, <laughs> did your Panamanian crew out in Brooklyn play them the way they play yours? Um, my mom did. I ain't saying your mom because she's no, Mexican. I'm saying my, my crew. My, my cousins when we were younger, yes. Non-family members, darn it. Non-family members. Uh, No. That's all I was saying. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was yeah, saying. That's it. Yeah, they weren't playing her. They so. weren't playing her. No, no. That's what it was. That's all I mean. <laughs> but you know what? Over the years, because I've done my research and I've, you know, they would have to do, you know, to not have no Selena standing because I actually had this conversation in my podcast and I caught a couple of hate mail. I caught some flack. Of some oh, sort of, God. I got like five of them. But, you know, five means that I made it <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> But, you know, I was hearing this podcast and they were talking about like all her accolades and all the record that she sold, all the play that she sold out. And I was like, okay, maybe if she would have lived longer, I think she would have been up there. You yeah, know, I, I, I think, think she so. would have been up there. Yeah. You know, so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm calming down on the Selena slander because I don't want to get nobody on your half side coming after me. No, no, no. I, I feel like she would have changed Cumbia. I think, a little bit. Uh, not even Goombia. I think she, the whole American phenomenon thinks she would have had it unlocked. Yeah. A whole thing yeah, unlocked out yeah. there. Well, she's like, well, from her story, she's always wanted to sing English music. So <laughs> now, she, her now, Spanish wasn't that great. It's like mine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What's the rocket? <laughs> now, here's the trick question because now you're the perfect person to ask since you're half Puerto what? Rican and half Mexican. <laughs> if Selena would have been alive, would, it be, would, would there have been a Jennifer Lopez? No. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no, no, no. So basically, if that movie never came it's out. It's that movie that made her. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you know, if yeah, that would have. I'm not a, sorry, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> so basically, she would have been a, a, a dancer. A for dancer and an actress. She does, yeah. she does very well acting. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's phenomenal. Com- compared to singing. Phenomenal. I like her as a dancer. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take not, a not, not her saying anything. Not uh, that's it. Yeah, no. just, okay, you know what? Just dance. You know what? No woman's landing right here because you know what? You know what? We got a school committee. First Latina <laughs> female. You know, you got a whole bunch of women out there in the hero doing things. Women, yay, they do hey, things. That's a woman. Woman power. Yeah, they yes. do a whole bunch of things, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, check this out. It's your boy, Keep It Bike. You listen to 1024 Take that. And we're going to do more PSA stuff out here. I got some fly PSA commercials for y'all. So just bear with me and stay tuned for these positive messages. We'll be yep. back, y'all. Bear with me. <laughs> Estos son los sonidos de una cena. Una cena que casi no sucedió. Es una cena servida gracias a personas como tú. Debido a la crisis actual, 50 millones de personas pueden vivir con hambre este año. Feeding America está ayudando a los que más lo necesitan. Y si quieres, tú puedes ayudar también. Visita feedingamerica.org diagonal en guión español. Patrocinado por el Ad Council y Feeding America, la fuerza de 200 bancos de alimentos. Sometimes kids play with pretend guns. It's up to us to make sure they don't play with real ones. Keep yours stored locked and unloaded. Learn more at nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Are our love bugs and companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life better. When we face unexpected challenges, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people and their pets. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. And we are back. This your boy, Keep It Mike. You listen to one on 2.9 Tape Deck. I got the homie Erica Diaz in the building. Hey. First Latina School Committee for Haverhill, Massachusetts. Hey. hey. Right, we're still doing things. We're that's do still, that. that's still, I'm still trying to get that all in. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, There was one thing I wanted to ask you, because I know you were involved with the WAP, but this, oh, gee, okay. What is the thing you do with the basketballs? Oh, so um, right now I'm not. I'm just volunteering with. Uh, we'll a talk program. about the volunteering stuff you do, Carson. Okay. Darn it. okay. Well, right now I'm working. Gotta get all your accolades <laughs> out the way, girl. <laughs> yes. You do things out here. I know. I'm trying to do things. Everything. Ev- listen, everything's a slow progress. Yeah, you know? I know. I'm I not know, gonna. I, I don't want to rush anything. All right, take your time. Take yeah. Your time. So I'm gonna be working Wait, with um, Hoops and Handles, which is a nice. Um, it's an amazing basketball program, and right down Lafayette Square of Haverhill, right there in the middle, the heart of Haverhill. Um, really amazing. Um, coach E, um, I just, he's amazing. He's a great coach for the kids. A lot of kids go there to learn basketball skills and drills and to better themselves in basketball. Dope, 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 yeah. dope. Okay, I want to have this conversation and with you because we had this conversation a couple of days ago and just all the things that, you know, that the school has taken away and I was hoping you being in the school committee could probably bring them back. Um, 
one of the things that I was hoping that it could bring back was things such as home economics. Because mm. I think kids are really, really missing home economics right now. Yep. Their thing is Uber Eats. And I don't want to cook because I got Uber Eats. <laughs> I mean, these kids are being real special because they could get like a pizza right across the street. But like, you know what? I don't take those 20 steps. I just make them. Yep. <laughs> I, just, I just pay <laughs> 10 bucks to get some guy <laughs> to get my food <laughs> and bring it towards me. Because I could really cross the street. But, you know, I don't feel like walking because I want to be on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So um, is there any particular things you want to bring back? Um. Definitely um, home economics. Definitely um, yeah. um, that um, cursive. Yes, we talked about cursive. That. Yeah, I feel like learning to how to sign, you know, sign your name is important because I work in the medical field now. So when we ask patients, young adults under thirty and under, they don't know how to sign their name, and I'm like, wow, I need your signature, and they're like, what is that? So, yeah, if we can just bring cursive back. Do you feel as though, I mean, do you feel as though with, with, with schools like that, they took in so many um, traditional things, just basic things off the, off the table that kids right now, they're in need just to have the basics. And I think we just need to have that back again. So with that being said, I want to ask you, do you feel as though we need to bring old traditional things back? Just the basics, just to like, you know, just, just, the, just the basics, yeah. um, life skill stuff. Yes. So basic, yeah. basic life skill stuff. Um, but I also understand why they took it away because of MCAS. That's, that's to me, it's a. Uh, What's the deal with MCAS? Because MCAS, I'm, I'm, re- is, you need to be required, you need to pass the MCAS to graduate high school. You know, so it's uh, like, yes. Uh, so that's why some of these stuff are taken away because now it's like, you know, MCAS, MCAS, we got to read, 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 math, 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 and this and this and that. So it's like, damn, what about life skills? So because they, they are so invested in this test that they just be like, oh, I want to take, because uh, I'm not familiar with MCAS because I'm like so far detached from that department. But I do remember my brother taking it, and there was when he went to school. Excuse me, when he went to school, it was required for him to pass to graduate. Yeah. So they're really invested on that thing, but it's like, why? Like, why are they so invested? To, to... they wanted to. I I remember hearing years ago. It's more about um, knowing what the schools are doing academically for the students. So That's it's more what of it a is. school thing. The yes. doing job, really. It's more like what, so, so what do... are the teachers really teaching the students what needs to be taught? You know, yeah, yep, no, yeah, <laughs> no, it is. It's. <laughs> I blame Ronnie because I know it was him to start the shenanigans. But yeah, because it's what I remember. My brother, he's two years younger than me. I think this started what two thousand. He graduated two thousand three, and I remember him struggling. Yeah. To pass the MCAS to graduate high school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yep. So, so we could have a terrible teacher for eight months, and then on that ninth month comes in, and be like, "All right, kids, here's all the things that I think I taught you. Yeah, <laughs> figure it out." <laughs> yeah. So, and I, and it's and it's sad because I feel like you know when you become a teacher, you have so many ideas to teach students, and yeah. I feel like some of that it's been taken away from teachers. Okay. They're just you know like here, use this program and teach this, and that's it. And. And it, it, okay, is Ivy because I know a friend of mine that went to something like this. Like she took the MCAS and failed it, but she had great grades in school, whatever. And I guess the diploma that she got wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So 
she got caught up in that limbo because I was like the first year that we're trying this thing out. So I'm I'm not a big proponent of it. Yeah. I'm not a fan of it. The way they they told me they it is is laid down. I'm hoping. I mean, I know that's not up to you because you're yeah. paying a part of it. I'm hoping they take that out. Oh yeah, that's, I, I hope that, they take that's that a, out. That's a state thing. Yeah, I'm hoping. You know what? Keep the MCAS, but oh, take out the requirement. Take out the requirement. Take out the requirement because yeah. you remember doing MCAS when you were in school. I didn't remember I passed it. It wasn't even. No, like no, we. It was like a fun. I'm gonna be honest. It was like a fun period for us. It was a yeah. fun day. Like we really didn't pay attention. No, we just circled whatever no, it was. Yeah. And, Have a good dab, baby. Yeah, Have a good dab, boy. no, it's. I, Listen, yeah. <laughs> most of the my friends at our age did that. Yeah, it wasn't a requirement back then. Yeah, it. Yeah, and and, and I get it. if you want to take that serious, but don't put that much pressure on it because yeah. there's other things around it. Like you mean to tell me I went to school for nine months? Yeah, and none of that matters because I took the stupid test. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. It really is. So you learn something new every day. Yes, you do, and I'm still learning every day. So. You being in the school committee and you taking this task right now, what is your main goal? What are you aiming to accomplish out of this? Um, I'm aiming to bring my ideas and help out the teachers, help out the parents. Bri- again, bridge that gap. The communication. We need to communicate and work together for the students. It's not for the parents. It's not for the teachers. It's for the students. And that's that's why... Really want to help with. I mean, yes, it's about the students. And um, to, to piggyback off of this, you know what's funny? Every time I say the word piggyback and I catch myself on video saying piggyback, it's like mm-hmm. I'm saying piggyback. I've heard that before you say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just a mess. <laughs> I'm just a mess. Hey, ugh, I, whatever. I like piggybanks. Yeah, piggybanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a mess. Anyways, <laughs> to piggyback off of that, um, I think it's one of those things that is not just with the kids, but I think the community needs to get involved. As well. Just with, you know, the teachers need to get involved. The parents, the parents. I keep stressing the parents. I know yeah, parents no. is not, it's not easy. You're a parent yourself. Yep. It's not easy being a parent. There's a lot going on. But we, we have to take some time for We have kids. to. It's important. You know, you got to check what these kids are doing. You got to check. Yes. You know, even when now, and you don't have to press on this topic because I'll do it right now. They got all these stuff they're doing with these kids, you know, with the books they got, whether they're banning them or not banning them, the things that teach, the school want to teach them and not teach them. Like, we're all over the place. But the one thing I don't see enough is, like, the parents adding their two cents. It's more like the government adding their two cents. And then these, like, you know, these pundits that are on TV saying what the kids should do and not do. And I don't see much of the parents. So, yes, um, parents, 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 yes. parents, please get involved in your kids' curriculum programs. Um, Get them involved in school. Take the phone away from them. Let yes. them go outside. Let them breathe. Let them know it's more than just looking at a inch screen TV and look at YouTube stuff and you TikTok stuff all the time. So yes, um I'm, I'm I'm happy and I'm I'm so happy that you got your spot, you know, well deserved. I've known you on a personal level and you know I know you're gonna kick butt and you're definitely gonna do your thing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's your boy Kevin Mike. It's the one oh two point nine tape deck. We're gonna hit up with another PSA and we're gonna have some last words with the homie Erica. And y'all stay tuned, y'all we'll be back people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, can potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you. 
but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad If Council. you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by nfamily Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. You hear that? This is my Boston accent. This is my Boston accent. Yeah, it is. Shh. This is my Boston accent. This is our Boston accent. Hear it for yourself. Discover your own. This is Boston, and we are all-inclusive. Estos son los sonidos de una cena. Una cena que casi no sucedió. Es una cena servida gracias a personas como tú. Debido a la crisis actual, 50 millones de personas pueden vivir con hambre este año. Feeding America está ayudando a los que más lo necesitan. Y si quieres, tú puedes ayudar también. Visita feedingamerica.org diagonal en guión español. Patrocinado por el Ad Council y Feeding America, la fuerza de 200 bancos de alimentos. Hey, everything okay? Yes, I'm fine. Honey. Hey, I'm here for you. Tell me about school today. When kids can't find the right words, music can help them sound it out. Talk to the kids in your life about their emotional well-being. Find tools and resources at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Yay, and we are back. This is your boy, Keep It Mike. You listen to 102.9 Tape Deck. I got my friend Erica Diaz in the building. Hey, hey, hey. First lady to become what? School committee. Yay! <laughs> Women are doing things. Women are doing things. Yay. And shout out to the... Who hey. run the world? Men. We're not doing this right now. We're not doing this right now. <laughs> See? Give y'all an inch. You want to take a foot right now. Let's look at that. <laughs> Party hooper. But since we're here one more time, we got Erica. Who are the other ladies that became, you know, the women doing things in Hayro? Yanni, Co- Yanni Collins. Yay! And Kat Hobbs. Yay! Yay! One more time, one more time. 
They're out there doing things. Yes. Yeah. So we're about to wrap this up right now. You know, we had a great time. You know, sorry again. We couldn't play music because mm-hmm. well, let me do things. <laughs> Maybe next time. Maybe next, next time. time. Next uh, time. But um, any final words, Erica? I just want to say thank you to um, the people in Haverhill for voting me in and um, trusting me. And I would try my best. Thank you for voting for me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. See? <laughs> Love, and you know, and again, like I said earlier on, you know, I, I I know you're on a personal level. I know you got a good heart. Your heart's in the right place. And I know when you um took this position, you went out to try to make a change for the community. And I know that you are going to kick butt. You're gonna put it down. And I know you're gonna make us all proud. Thank you so much. <laughs> and and like I told you the last time, I need I didn't tell you this on the radio, but I told you the last time we have a conversation, don't get up in no scandal. You know, I don't oh, want to see you the national I don't want to see you in Fox twenty five no, news. I don't no. want to see you <laughs> I don't want to report on BNN. Tape deck saying you did some scandals out oh here. Oh my God. No, I keep to myself. You know, I come honest, I'm real and raw, so there ain't no sugar coating nothing. I don't, I, I don't like sugar. Bad. bad. You can't, can't eat sugar. <laughs> I can't eat sugar. You can't eat sugar. That's for another conversation. <laughs> but yeah, man. This is your boy, Cuba Bike. You put us on the World on 2.8 tape deck. You could catch me every Friday from 6 to 7. And if I'm not here listening to music or bringing dope people on the show, trying to change the community, <laughs> I'm somewhere watching some funny show on Netflix or Philo's. Oh, okay. I don't even like to say anymore. You know what? <laughs> I'm so restricted here. You're so restricted. I'm so restricted. I'm not where I want to be in it, life. Oh, God. I You'll like, get there. I'll get there. You know, I just, I'm just such a failure. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, 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 don't I'm, do that. I'm, don't I'm, say I'm, that to yourself. I'll listen to Cypher Sound in the podcast. Like, you know, no one's going to care about me until <laughs> oh, I die. So oh, my like, God. <laughs> like, you know, Mike was a great guy. Listen, so we gotta start this podcast. Uh, whatever, I'm just, I'm just not where I want to be. Look, oh. I'm not where I want to be in life. You can catch me Friday six to seven. You know, Erica. You know, congratulations. You're doing women's you. stuff. Blah Thank blah you. blah 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 blah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, whatever. Look, <laughs> I'll catch y'all next time. Read a book or something. All right, peace. I'm Bye. out.